Hello, welcome to the Business of E-Commerce. I'm your host, Charles Pulaski. This is episode six, and on today's episode, we're gonna talk about how to handle chargebacks. With chargebacks, um, it's a bit more of an advanced concept, but it's something that if you've been in business for a while running your own e-commerce site, you're almost guaranteed to have got uh, a chargeback. And no one likes it, it's, it's awful, um, but it happens, and if you've been in business, it either um, has already happened um, and has happened many times to you or it's a matter of time um, before it does happen. So it's something that everyone should be aware of and kind of know some methods of dealing with. So first off, what is a chargeback? A chargeback is when you as a e-commerce retailer or any retailer um, are selling, charging a credit card. Um, the end user then instead, once, once they get that bill, they go back and they dispute that charge. That then comes back to you as the retailer. Um, the bank puts a hold on the money that has been exchanged already. And you then um, are then, the onus is on you as the retailer to basically say either, yes, this is valid um, or fight it and try to get that money back. But at that point, the money's already essentially gone. Um, so simple example, someone comes on your site, um, pays with their credit card, $100 charge. They, let's just say they don't get the product for whatever reason. Um, and instead of contacting you or, you know, through any normal channels, that sort of thing, they just call up their uh, credit card company and say, I have not yet got my product. Um, I want to do a charge back. Um, or I want to dispute this charge. Credit card company then takes that $100, immediately gives it back to the consumer. Then they contact, um, I believe it's your merchant gateway. It kind of goes through the system. But then essentially you get a letter, usually a written letter, saying there has been a chargeback on so-and-so charge. There has been a $100 hole put in your account plus an additional chargeback fee. Um, do you want to provide evidence to the contrary, basically, saying do you want to, do you want to dispute this chargeback now and then go back and forth with them? So, um, unfortunately... Uh, you as the retailer, uh, the, I don't have an exact, exact, exact statistic, but more often than not, um, no matter what you provide, there's a good chance you could lose that um, battle. They very, very, very often side with the um, end consumer. Um, and the retailers basically just have to, you know, eat the loss, essentially. Which is really rough when you're a retailer and you've actually shipped them the product. So not only are you out the... Um, refund charge, the actual amount, but you're also at the product too, so you lose both. So it's something, if there's any way to avoid this, it is um, very advantageous for you as a retailer to try not, not to get charged back, so to get as few as possible. Um, so the first tip, and real easy, everyone should be doing it anyway, is just have a really clear, fund, a clear refund policy. Um, it's something that even in your terms of service, you should have it on every page, right in the footer. It, the very first thing should be refund policy, I would maybe even say put a separate refund policy link with just a refund policy, every single page. Um, also provided a checkout. Just make it very clear um, what's going to happen, how, how many days. Don't have any sort of um, gray areas, any sort of, any sort of thing that could lead the buyer not to understand exactly what's going to happen and how. And, you know, it should be kind of right there in their face and just make it very clear. If you want to say, you know, all refunds for seven days, no refunds. It's up to you, but you have to make it very clear. Um, just so the buyer knows 
hey, if I buy this, this is exactly the terms that I'm buying this under. Um, that right there alone drastically does reduce the um, amount of chargebacks due to some sort of dispute where maybe they had it for 90 days and they try to return, you know, the product. And then you come back and say, sorry, you can't. Um, it, it helps out. Um, it also helps then when you do, if you do decide to fight the chargeback, um, you're able to then go to the bank and provide, here's our refund policy. Here's screenshots of our site. Here's it at the footer. Here's the link to it. Here's the exact text. Um, here's the date of the charge. So you're able to go back and really show, you know, we did do our best. We put it, you know, at checkout, we put it on the footer. Um, we put it on every page of the site. We made it very obvious. Um, basically, it shows that you did your best. So what happens whether you do have a clear refund policy and it happened anyway, um, this will still happen, unfortunately. Usually what I found that to work the best is, and this really depends on the circumstances, but um, let's just say it's some sort of misunderstanding. It's nothing, um, there's no sort of like trickery going on. It's just something where I've seen buyers, um, they legitimately think when they don't like a product or um, somehow that's how they kind of, instead of contacting you directly, the retailer, they think the right thing to do is contact their credit card company. Um, and this is just the procedure. So sometimes it's as easy as just contacting the buyer, explaining to them, you know, oh, if you're not unhappy, we have a full money back guarantee. We'll send you a return label. Just ship us back the product. We'll, um, we will send your credit card back right away. And, you know, we would just appreciate if you contact your bank and drop the charge back. Um, they do that. You send them label. You send them back the money. Um, it's, it's a win-win for everyone. If their goal, you know, if this wasn't their goal to try to take something or do something that they shouldn't have, but there was just a misunderstanding, a lot of times just contacting them and talking to them um, really does help. And it just kind of wins you points of um, you kind of did the right thing. Gave them a full refund, that sort of thing. You also want to make sure, though, you want to call your bank. And before you send them back the money, you want to make sure they drop the charge back. Um, and it does take some time. It's usually not an instant thing. So they don't, you know, call their bank and you instantly know. It might take a couple days. So kind of let them know um, a little bit of a heads up that this isn't going to be instant, but you're going to be kind of in contact with them and let them know how this is going to um, take place. So that's something, if you can, that's the... Um, kind of first step there or something I recommend. The next is you're going to have to, you know, if that doesn't work, um, there's many cases where, you know, they, there was some argument, something back and forth, something, someone's trying to return something after six months, they broke it. Um, you really can't take it back. There's something like that. Um, that's when contact them isn't going to work. In those cases, that's when it's best to really send them a screenshot of your site. Send them the refund policy. Show all the places on the site. This is to your bank. Highlight all the places on your site of here is our refund policy. Here's where we show it. We show it on the checkout page. We show it on the product page. We show it on the footer of every page. We show it on the home page. Here's the exact refund policy. Um, we even maybe send it with a confirmation email in every order. So show that you really did have a clear refund policy. You also want to show the charge from your payment gateway. So they'll see, you know, the charge happened on the, you know, the first... Um, they tried to return it 90 days later, um, any email correspondence you have, anything like that, it's best if you can document it. So there's a paper trail, just provide all that and really make it really clear for the bank, um, to really kind of look through these documents. And usually what I'd like to do, what I'd like to do 
just provide a document at the beginning, but basically a timeline of here's the day of purchase and give kind of a, um, a reference to that document of where they purchased it. Here's where they first contacted us, reference that, and kind of a, a timeline so they can see as the bank, um, here's what happened in what order, at what days, um, and then you have the documents to back that up. And that allows you to at least um, show that you did your best and you know you really did show them this is a refund policy and you, you did your best effort to um, make it clear and there's just a dispute and maybe they shouldn't be doing this. So there are cases like that where you're really not at fault, but the onus is on you as the retailer to prove that to the bank. Um, because this whole time, the bank will be freezing the funds essentially. So as you can kind of tell from that, um, long-winded way around this is it does take time to fight these. It does take time to go back and forth. So this is also is something that you want to think ahead of time. Does this make sense? Is this a, you know, hundreds and hundreds of dollar purchase or is this a $5 purchase um, that they're contesting? There is, though, to factor into that. Um, is it, first, A, is it worth the time? But second, is it worth the... Um, the ding against your um, your merchant account because more of these chargebacks does actually hurt your merchant account and if you have enough of them um, there's some ratio they do internally of basically charges to chargeback ratio and if you cross over some threshold um, you do you could jeopardize your merchant account um, the entire account essentially which is very bad so you do want to always be cognizant of are you you know you know how many chargebacks are you getting versus how many charges and that sort of thing. And you don't really want that ratio to ever creep up. Um, lastly, the other thing you want to consider is there are fees. So typically on top of them taking the money back, they'll charge you X, you know, whatever that is. You can look at your terms of service with your merchant account, but they will charge you a fee on top of that above and beyond just because there was a dispute. Um, so you do want to take that account. Maybe you don't want to hit, hit every chargeback, maybe only chargebacks over a certain threshold. Um, you even want to argue with, maybe the small ones just kind of let them go. Or maybe you just have some canned documents to send to them. Um, and you're not probably researching them as much. But you do want to take all those things into account because it does hurt your credibility with the merchant account in the long run. And that, you know, switching merchant accounts is not something anyone wants to do. Um, so it is something you just want to be aware of. So I hope that helps. Um, kind of a little overview of chargebacks and hopefully kind of what you can do. Uh, if you do get one, hopefully you don't, but unfortunately, if you uh, are on any, um, you know, any of your own platforms where you take the credit card, chargebacks do happen. There is a version of this also in the marketplaces like uh, Amazon, eBay. Um, they do have their own version of this process. It actually is kind of similar the way you kind of um, walk through the process. Same thing, document everything. The only difference is they see, because let's say Amazon, for example, they see billing on both sides. Um, you don't need to provide that documentation, but all the correspondence um, and that same timeline is something you do want to provide to them as well to help kind of, um, you know, show that you tried your best. So hopefully that helps. Hopefully it doesn't happen to anyone, but if it does, I hope it does help you. Um, if you have any questions, comments, definitely contact me. You can reach me directly at businessofecommerce.fm. My email is charles at businessofecommerce.fm. And you can reach me on Twitter at Charles Pal, Charles PL. And I'm happy to hear from you. Any comments, any questions? I'm definitely happy to talk more about chargebacks. So I will uh, talk to you next time. Thanks. Have a good one.